0: <laughs> hey guys. <laughs> Welcome back to yet another episode of What Women Be- I want you, what what Dude, what the truffle is this? shuffle. What is what is that? I was like what is that Wait, what Did you just ask me what the truffle shuffle? Is, is? that
1: from Goonies? Yes. Aww. That's why I did the hey you guys. Hey you guys.
0: <laughs> I love it. Sean Aston, got to have him on. We got to have him on.
1: Soon. It was his birthday this it week. It was
0: his birthday. I know I posted him a little I posted everyone at like a day late Beth Broderick. That's okay. Zilda, Better and like Sean. Than never. I know, I and I meant to, but I was like trying to find the right picture. I was, and then I get distracted by Instagram, and I forget to post. That was such a cute picture of
1: y'all, of me and Sean. and Sean. He's my doll. I love him. Oh. He's my he's. Is my, he as nice as he looks?
0: Oh my god! Like nicer. Like really? you can't even imagine how nice that guy is.
1: But speaking of nice,
0: tell me about what you did last week.
1: Uh, I have been gallivanting the United States, really mm-hmm. the Western United mm-hmm. States, without children, with, sans with children, your lover, with the brain. Yeah. And it was glorious. A whole week, the first time we've ever done that since having children. And I feel like a new human. Yeah, I bet. I slept. Was re-entry really hard? No. No? No, I mean, I was sad <sighs> to leave, but like we were getting to the point but you where- you missed we were, your kids. We were missing the kids. They were ready for us to come home. And it was just time. Like we'd had the best possible everything. Tell everybody what you did. So we started in Sausalito, California, which is right there on the San Francisco Bay. Beautiful This place called The Inn Above Tide Which I've talked about before Is mm. my absolute favorite Hotel to stay at ever And it's right on the water They bring your breakfast To your room But they just mm. will like Leave it outside the door Nice They'll just knock And leave it there And so you Have can- you ever been to the Bacara? No.
0: I just wonder if it's like that. I, that's where uh, I conceived, we conceived Mason on oh. my birthday. So just,
1: <laughs> <laughs> you just bringing back memories of the
0: Bacara. Sorry, go on, <laughs> go on.
1: Um, so you can sit on your patio li- or balcony that literally hangs over the water. And eat your breakfast as the sun comes up with oh, the seals nice. in the water. And no
0: children at your feet going, Mom, make me pancakes. Oh. Mom, I hate your eggs. Mom. <laughs> None of that. It was glorious. <laughs> By the way, you notice all my children's sounds are now boys. Like, well,
1: I used to do children like this. That's what like, you whoa, got. Whoa. Now you got big old masculine <laughs> men, man. <laughs>
0: um,
1: so we did a day trip to Napa. Ooh. which we discovered we're not really wine country people. We aren't really
0: drinkers. <laughs>
1: not really, no. We do like a glass of wine occasionally. And so um some friends hooked up this like wine tasting at this tiny little winery and it was awesome. We had a great time. We ordered a bunch of wine to bring home and that was about it for us. We hit mm. up Shandon and this really cool um restaurant where we ate in a yurt. Oh, yes, yes, yeah, <laughs> saw those
0: pictures. That was
1: a fun experience and then Yurts
0: are big in California.
1: The yurts are big. Big.
0: I mean, my son went to school on the California side of Lake Tahoe, and they did math in a yurt. So,
1: it's so awesome. Like,
0: <laughs> that's like the thing. So, like, my friend Soleil, has a yurt. She of course, does a lot she of does. That yeah. to-
1: that totally fits. I love it. Um, so then we headed down to Palm Springs for a couple nights, mm-hmm. and we rented this adorable little mid century house, and. I it, I mean the house itself is adorable. It it really hasn't been touched since it was built in the 60s, so it's very vintage feeling and they've done it all with um, you know, antique furniture, so it just fills the vibe. Mm. But the backyard, that's why you're there. It's got this beautiful Those little pictures. triangle-shaped pool overlooking the mountains and the desert and a beautiful back porch kind of like built on the hill so you can just look out into the wilderness. It is unbelievable. Yes. I posted the pictures that we took. Mm-hmm. On our anniversary and oh it
0: that it was your fifteen year anniversary. 15 that's why years? you were there, right? Yes. And then your husband surprised you and I got really mad at my husband <laughs> because I showed him this. I was like, look what look what Logan does for her. Um, <laughs> what what did your husband plan you plan you that so, was a surprise?
1: After after Palm Springs, we drove across the desert. We did Route 66 to Vegas, <laughs> which was super fun. Uh, it was just like a four hour drive. It wasn't bad at all. And we drive into Vegas and it's snowing, of all things, which I've never (laughs) heard of. It
0: has been some bizarre weather across the country. (laughs) The weather
1: was chasing us everywhere we went. We had beautiful weather and then we'd go to leave and it would get bad. And so, But going into Vegas, it was snowing and that was fine, whatever. Um, So Logan had told me, he's like, I'm going to plan a whole day and you just need to trust me. (laughs) And I was like, "Okay, that's fine. He's great at that. So I I had no issues with that. And Maybe Logan
0: could plan a day for Mark to plan for that,
1: me. He can do that. He should start a service. Husbandry oh, services. Oh, I like it. I like it. He said he's tried. Oh, let's do that. Um, Mark's a little bit of a, yeah. He Mark's
0: either all in or all out on the romance department. Like, there have been years when I've gotten, like, I was shooting the, the movie um, Holiday in Handcuffs up in mm-hmm. Calgary, and Mark came up for Valentine's Day. I asked for that one day off. He came up. I had Mason with me. And uh, Mark came up and he brought with him Sprinkles Cupcakes, which are like my favorite in California. Um, he he brought me beautiful lingerie, the first iPod, or what right, mm-hmm. like an iPod. He And he wrote this beautiful card, all this poetry on it, whatnot. And he's like, and I have an ab lounger for you at home when you get back home. Like, he had all these gifts for me, right? Like, all this stuff. The next year, I was like, oh, I really need to step it up. Like, last year, I think I, you know, got him some cute little gift and a card. So I stepped it up the next year and got him some big gift. He got nothing, not even a card, with like nothing. <laughs> so with Mark, it's like all, all or, or nothing. Not and you just don't know what to, you just don't know what to predict. You know, it's, it's, that's what makes him unique, though. You know, I guess that's, he keeps me on my toes. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Wait, so go on. So your, okay. so your big day that he so planned. He, I told him, I was like, I need to know what to like pack. What do I wear mm. for these things? And so. Comfy shoes. Well, he didn't tell me com- comfy shoes. He just said closed toe.
0: Okay. okay and I was like, okay. wow. Okay that could be I like that would put my brain into we're going to a racetrack.
1: I didn't know where it was going. So, I luckily I packed pants for the occasion because if I had been in You a wore skirt, hard pants? I well, stretchy Amanda hard Lee, did pants. you
0: wear hard Oh, stretchy hard pants. Okay. Yeah. they that kind same. of count. They're like fake trousers. you have a, you're like allergic trousers. to hard pants these days. Yeah.
1: Everybody's allergic to hard <laughs> pants. Sure. It's true. Nobody wants to wear them. No, who wants a waistband? No one. <laughs> it's true. So, I, I wore the, the pants and my sparkly butterfly jacket mm. because he was like, you want something very Vegas. Okay. And I was like, okay. And I had planned to wear that to Katy Perry, but I wore something else. Cause he was like, maybe save that. Uh. I was like, okay. So got all dressed up. I was wearing my silver cowboy boots with my trousers and my sparkly jacket. And so first stop of the day, this is like 11 a.m. We're leaving the hotel and I'm in sequins. So, <laughs> you know, it's always going to be a bright start. <laughs> You're always in sequence, let's be honest. I, well, it's true. <laughs> Every time's a good time for Sparkle. So we go to another resort and we're walking through just like all these hallways and stuff. I was like, do you know where we're going? He's like, yeah, there's supposed to be an escalator over here. And before we get to the escalator, I see Kiss World. And I look <laughs> at him and I was like, really? We're going to Kiss World? He was like, we're not. But I'm glad you think that. <laughs> and I was like, oh, gosh, okay. And so we turn and go up this escalator and at the very top of the escalator is the wedding chapel. Um, and he was like, ta-da! Um, and they come out and welcome us in. And he had it all planned out. And it, is, it looks like a concert stage except for, you know, the heart shape and the, yeah. what do you call it, lighting rig. It was really cute. And I think that's like the greatest surprise ever and so cute. And we're going to renew our vows. and Just the two of you. Who are the witnesses? Well, they have people there like that work there that will be your witness. And so I just thought, Okay, next person who's going to come out is going to be like a kiss impersonator who's going to marry us because Elvis has married us before. Oh, okay. How many times have you guys gotten married? This was the third time. Oh gosh. (laughs) (laughs) Our first anniversary, Elvis married us. Okay. Fourth time. Oh, we got married on the cruise. This fourth time. You forgot. We've done it quite a few times. (laughs) (laughs) It's it's a we used to actually renew our vows to each other every year. And we've kind of gotten out of that habit, but we've done it four official times. Okay. Um, so I you was have four expecting... certificates.
0: I mean, not like legal certificates, but right like one one
1: legal marriage, three That's four renewals.
0: That's really all you need is the one legal. No three one. renewals, but then of course you want you want the the fun ones. Yes, so.
1: the fun ones are great. The fun ones. So I'm expecting Gene Simmons or someone who looks like him to walk out any second, <laughs> but that didn't happen. Uh, I turn around and there is our pastor friend, Vince Antonucci, who runs a church called Verve in Vegas. Mm. And he was Logan's pastor for years in Virginia Beach. And then uh, he felt the calling to go to Vegas. And so he moved his family there and has been doing a great job ministering to the people there. We just love him. And he wrote the sweetest ceremony for us. It was so special and so personal. And so I'm sitting here thinking like, oh, my gosh, that's a huge surprise. I would not have expected that. I was so excited. And then as I'm getting ready to walk down the aisle to Logan and Vince, who are at the other end, I'm just geared up. The music's playing, it's so sweet, and waiting on the lady to be like, okay, and go. And out walk Jarrett from (laughs) the labyrinth and (laughs) Ace (laughs) Freely. And I have never been so scared in my life. (laughs) I think I jumped out of my skin. Like just if the video is out there, I'll get Logan to post it. It has. But I literally scream at to the which point Logan and Vince are dying laughing. There's just hysterical laughter all around me. And there's tears running down my face because I was so scared and laughing so hard at the same time. So by the time (laughs) I get to the front with these two impersonators, I'm just like, I'm a mess. (laughs) Like, I don't even know how to handle this situation anymore, but we're just going to go with it. And you
0: renewed your vows. We did. And then right after that.
1: Well, right after that, they uh, took us down to the Kiss World mini golf. Oh, no. And did a photo session. <laughs> so be on the lookout for those. Okay. In a couple weeks when they come back. And then instead of a big reception with a bunch of people, you guys he, squashed things. Oh, yeah, we did. <laughs> so again, I didn't know it was coming. But Logan's like, okay, we got to um, get down to the lobby. And I was like, okay. So we wander back through the bowels of this hotel, get back down to the lobby and parked right out front is an open air Hummer. <laughs> like full camo waiting on us. And the guy's kind of a jerk, which I assume is in character. And he's like, get in. If you drop anything, I'm not going back for it. Also, keep in mind, it's 40 degrees that day. Oh. And it's an open air Hummer. <laughs> and I'm in sequence.
0: So, but you're you're on cloud nine right now. so, I am you're so not When aware I see the Hummer, the- it occurs
1: to me what we're doing. Or oh, what really? we might be doing. Really? I have always I wanted. I would
0: never have guessed that this is what was coming.
1: I have always wanted to do this. Oh,
0: really? So it's a thing you guys talk about. Yes. Okay.
1: So we get in the Hummer and Logan's like, okay, do you know what we're doing? I was like, are we going to drive a tank? <laughs> Oh my gosh. And he's like, yes, we are. And where I'm where like, in no.
0: the world did you come up with the fact <laughs> that someday you wanted to drive a tank?
1: I don't, I just have always been fascinated by it. I think it's a, maybe were you like a, considering the
0: military just because you wanted to drive a tank? No,
1: but I did consider it because I wanted to be a blue angel. Oh, oh. And then I changed my mind on that. But yeah, so I always wanted to drive a tank. And then we saw it in a TV show not too long ago. Uh, what is that? Galactic Quest, I think is what it's called. Mythic, oh, yeah. Tw- Mythic, Mythic quest. quest. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And they do it in that. And they go and drive the tank and blow things up. So if like, you go to Vegas,
0: you can drive a tank over yes, a car.
1: Yes, you can.
0: That is wild.
1: And I did. That is so wild. And it was awesome.
0: And you said that it didn't <laughs> feel like much. You said that no, it felt like you just it's rolled. It's so like,
1: powerful. Like, you don't even feel the car crush underneath you. Like, I drove directly over the car and it felt like nothing. I wonder if it's because of the tires are, like tracks instead of like on. Well, and I think it's just so heavy yeah, that yeah, it yeah. just was of like. Of course, it's so powerful. I mean, powerful it, and heavy. It, I went over a Honda. I have the little emblem. They but gave, I feel
0: like those little pieces, those little tracks or whatever would like kind of crush it piece by piece, like a little at a time, as I opposed don't to like know. it being all at once, like kind of. Woo, I'll over. post
1: that video too because it's yeah. literally like. Logan took the video from up it's on like top. It's a cupcake under a bicycle. Like it doesn't even it was yes. Like the it, tank doesn't even move. It did not move. Yeah. And so I like went all the way over it and you can see in the video Logan turns around and cuz he was sitting on top. And he turns around and all you see is just smoke. <laughs> and then the guy had me back up back on the car and that's how I got out of the tank. It was up on, on top the car. Of the car. <laughs> It was so cool. Amazing. But it just smushed down like it was nothing.
0: Oh my gosh, that's amazing. What a fun trip. Well, while you were gone, I had some exciting machinery family stuff happening too, not um not running over things, but my son took to the sky.
1: I am so pumped. I'm so <laughs> proud of him.
0: My oldest Mason um wants to be a pilot. Uh and he did his first solo flight last week and it took a little while to get him there. He could have done it when he was 16, but didn't have quite enough lessons in a row. Mm-hmm. I guess. And then, um, and then the weather just hasn't behaved recently. He's been wanting to do it yeah. since his 17th birthday in January. And so finally last week all the elements aligned and he was able to do three, they're not touch and goes. They're like full stops. Mm-hmm. Um it was freaky, but they let us in the tower to watch. And my mama heart, like, I don't get nervous about my kids doing stuff. I'm like, I do, but like, not not. You know, everyone's like, oh, don't you get worried about them playing football? Not not really. I yeah. mean, obviously, if there's a pile, there's that whole mom prayer about, like, oh, let them get up out of the pile. And, of course, if he's yeah. in a pile, I'm like, oh. but Mason has been injured a lot and hasn't played as much, so football doesn't make me nervous. This was a different element. Right. This, I mean, every single time he took off, there was quite a bit of wind that day. He went, like, sideways a little bit. Like, you could see the plane starting to dip to the right, and uh, he'd, he'd, he'd fix it, and he'd climbed up to I don't even know how many feet, and he did a little loop, and he came back and landed it. And uh, I was really proud of him because his instructor said he's never had a student that was as prepared to solo as Mason was. He's like, I've never had a student that I felt as confident. But then, by the time Mason did a second loop, he goes, oh, it just makes me so, like he lands and he goes, another perfect landing, because he did two, he did three in a row, actually, perfect landings, but at the second one, the instructor's like, it just makes me so nervous when my kids are up there soloing for the first time. I'm like, I'm sorry, what?
1: (laughs) You're You're, not allowed to be nervous, You're nervous right now?
0: (laughs) I didn't know that. You didn't let on about that. Now I'm nervous. But it was funny because uh, listening and being in the tower and hearing the radio. So it's, it's a small airport. So there's just two people in the tower, a woman and a man. And um, they, they, like, I thought I would be able to understand, first of all, the language more. Yeah, no. If I knew the tail number of his plane, like, you know, if it was like Foxtrot, you know, I don't know, three, two, Delta, blah, blah, blah. But they say it so fast. I mean, it could be another, it's a whole other language. Right. And I was like, I have no idea. And Mason's voice was like not familiar to me. And I had to keep going, was he that him?
1: man voice now. And he was like, uh, <gasps> uh,
0: t 9 5-2 Delta asking request for a clearance to land, whatever. I'm like, she's like, 1.5 out, 92 uh, you know, I don't know. I'm like, I can't even I can't even keep up with what they're saying. I'm like, was that him? Was that him? And I only knew it was him because she kept looking at me after he would talk. And I'm like, was that him? And she's like, that was him. And I was like, oh, he sounds so grown up. But then at one point, he requests a landing and she turns to me and goes, he, he's alone up there, right? And I was like, why is she, he's soloing. Yeah, he, yes, like he's soloing. And then the other guy turns around and goes, she turns back to, to radio and uh, he turns around and goes, he keeps saying we, and not I. Uh. And I just thought that was so cute. Cause like it was his first time being up there by himself. But he's like, We. So I asked him about it yesterday. I said, You kept saying, you know, we're we're requesting land, we're requesting clearance, we're requesting, you know, takeoff, we're requesting. It's just whatever. how he's practiced it. And that's but he what he said was, Well, me and the plane. He's like, I'm not gonna change that. I'm not gonna I was like, I think you need to practice because he does it on his simulator. I'm like, mm-hmm. I think you need to start practicing I. Cause he said on the simulator, he says we also. And I was like, Well,
1: why? It's just you. You need to start saying I. And he's like
0: no, it's me in the plane. I was like, oh.
1: Well, And once he becomes a professional, he'll likely have a co-pilot. And That's the
0: thing. He'll probably, yeah, there'll be a very short time in his life when he's solo, when he's yeah. by himself, which I like because I don't think anyone, I don't think anyone should ever be in a plane by themselves. I just don't. I just don't like it. I don't, it's, you know, and of course he's like, oh, I don't get nervous for my
1: kids. Until he's alone in an airplane. Until
0: he's alone in an airplane. <laughs> and then I'm like,
1: <clears throat> like choked up. I am so stinking proud of him. Oh, I, am I know too. you are I, too. he was,
0: Real. And I just knew after that first landing, I could imagine his little face and just being like relieved. I did it. I did it. He's been waiting for this since he was 14. This moment when he soloed, he's in a plane by himself. Did you get pictures? I did. But his plane's so small and he's so far away. It was, I wish I had gotten a picture of like him and his instructor and stuff. But we were actually between like two other kids' events. We're like having to get this one to you're practice. Like, this you're on the like, ground, bye. <laughs> yeah. I got to go. I got an Mom's eighth gotta grade go. field trip meeting and I've got a third grade you know, soccer game to get to. So, yeah, trying to fit it in to go listen to him in the tower. But it was... That's amazing. It was it was wild. It was wild. I'm so proud of him. And now, yeah, now he's a pilot. <laughs> he's a pilot. He did it. I know. And he's like, so I think we should fly down to him. Like, whoa, whoa, whoa. Not getting the whole family in that plane just yet. Just... A little more practice. Hold your horses. Yeah, hold your horses. Maybe one at a time we can go up with you. But oh I'm not ready gosh. for that yet. I would that Talk about freak out.
1: I mean, he's driving a car...
0: You know, what I'm ex- certified to dive and I won't like go without an instructor because I don't remember how to do my tanks. I mean, I learned it once upon a time and I, you know, could probably maybe <laughs> figure it out, but I'm not going to I without, drove a tank. You drove a tank, yeah.
1: I mean but if I could do that, I can do anything now. I'm sorry. You think
0: you're ready for the apocalypse then? You could like just jump into the Oh Yeah, I was just talking just to my sister
1: a- today, you know, with all this war stuff going on mm. in the world and crazy alien balloons and <laughs> what have you. I'm like, oh, okay, cool. So I'm I'm not gonna be a prepper. My life is too suburban for that. So I figure I'm going to have to replace all my shrubs this year anyway. I'm just going to start planting fruit trees. Yes. And I'm going to learn how to master potatoes. Okay. Potatoes and then I'll never, yeah. my family will
0: never starve. Well, that's, I learned how to hunt for that reason. And then, and then I, I also like, I, I too, I'm like, what kind of fruit trees can I do? But then uh, I was always thinking like chickens and bees.
1: Bee, that would be cool
0: because bees, bees honey could double as like an antiseptic oh it's everything like, yeah like yeah. everything plus I'm sweet pro bee.
1: my dad uh was a beekeeper and i think he's going to be again he moved recently so i don't know if he took his hives or what the deal was mm. but i um, really
0: want to be a beekeeper but i just feel like maybe when while. one of my kids is out of the house I'll no, have time they, for it.
1: actually they're very honeybees are so like chill unless you provoke them they're not going to hurt you no, no, totally. I'm not afraid
0: yeah. of the bees. No, I'm just saying, like, I don't feel like I have time to dedicate towards oh, them. Time
1: wise, yes. Time
0: wise, I think. And chickens some. too. And I heard chickens only. My friend had chickens, and they only lay eggs for three years.
1: Then I you got to like bring their next. That's and have a dinner. that's a question uh, for we our. can't name them. One of our, <laughs> for our director here, he has chickens. Really? And they're they're like the tastiest eggs I've ever had in my life, and they're also the most beautiful. Well, that's the thing, and you know you don't have need, to refrigerate them. Y'all need to follow Holly. I think Holly Homestead is that right? Is it just Sam? Is, okay, I'll I'll link. I'll put a picture of the eggs and link. They're like all different colors, right? They're, they're like, so pretty. Yeah,
0: browns and
1: oh, I I wish I had. Go get the eggs. <laughs> <laughs> Someone bring me the eggs. <laughs> they're here, uh, but they're beautiful. They're blue, green, brown, white, like gorgeous. You almost don't even mm. want to eat them. And, yeah, if I could,
0: like, dedicate— My friend, yeah, she used to bring over—because when she had a healthy flock, or whatever you would call it, <laughs> they, she it would bring me eggs. I maybe. I don't know. Birds are flocks, right? Well, geese are they birds? or are gaggles. Oh, that's true. So maybe chickens are chicklets. I don't know. Um, but uh, she would bring us eggs sometimes, and she'd be like, don't put these in the fridge, because you don't have to. You don't have- I think it depends
1: on if they've been washed or not.
0: Oh yeah, because they got what is it called bloom or something stuff on it. The salmonella, yeah,
1: (laughs) (laughs) that's where the salmonella (laughs) comes from, right?
0: It's from the film, whatever the film is on the egg. (laughs) That lovely film. Um, But but yeah, I I used to raise ducks when I was little um, because the fifth grade, I had the same science teacher, I had the same teacher, and he was like a science guy for fifth and sixth grade, and we um, had an incubator in the classroom.
1: Oh, that's so fun. So you got to choose
0: chickens or ducks, and I chose ducks, and I would raise them. But I lived on a pond growing up. So um, I would always have to take the ducks home on the weekend. So there'd be like five or six ducks and I'd take them home on the weekend, bring them back to school. And eventually they kind of came to live on our pond and I had a duck named Flipper. I think I've talked about Flipper here before. Mm-hmm. But now that I know that duck eggs are like so full of protein, like I should have should have kept breeding ducks.
1: I mean, I feel like ducks.
0: That's a good doomsday animal. You
1: got a pool. You could do it.
0: Yeah. Well, and that's the thing. My duck Flipper lived in like a kiddie pool. For his first like year of life.
1: Oh, speaking of duck, I ate the best peking duck I've ever had. You see, I don't
0: like duck, but I guess if it was doomsday, I'd have to.
1: Oh, I love duck.
0: You had duck in Northern California, I'm assuming.
1: I had, I think I had duck twice, <laughs> maybe three what? times. That's one of my most favorite things. It's dark meat, right? Uh, yeah, kind of. So
0: picky about my proteins.
1: I wish I liked. I my taught proteins. you how to eat dark meat, though. Well, the way you
0: prepared, what was
1: it? It was chicken.
0: Yes, but you prepared it like very crispy. It was different. It was different. Amanda, it's all in the preparation. You would like okay? my duck. If I if I cooked your ducks that you bred, you would like my duck. By the way, do you think I'm getting like more um like I think I'm becoming like a little bit of an old lady, like a little bit of a curmudgeon. I, I recently did two things I've never done before. Uh-oh. I recently asked to change my room in a hotel, which I've never done before. <laughs> and I recently sent back a dish that was <gasps> brought to me. Um look at you someone brought me clams. And they were, oh, my gosh, they were, it was like a baby diaper.
1: Oh, no. It was like something's
0: wrong with these clams. Not the way they were prepared. Like, they were, they were prepared well. The clams themselves, I think, were nasty.
1: Well, also, your palate is probably, like, super fine-tuned for shellfish because your family is oyster yeah, farmers. I think
0: so. I think because oysters, clam, my and my dad was a clammer when I met him. He was, so you
1: know a clam.
0: Yeah, and it's, these were, I mean, and then again, I am in the south, so maybe I don't know southern clams, like Apalachicola kind of clams. I don't think there's clams
1: down there. I think it's just oysters. Oh, really? Yeah.
0: Well, I don't know if these were like local Tennessee raised in a farm or I don't know what these were. I don't were, know they if were baby diaper, oysters. Man. Yeah. I No. And I was Earth very place. disappointed. Oh, that's sad. But um, but yeah. I. But otherwise, the food was great at that restaurant, but I'm not going to mention the restaurant. Okay. <laughs> Fair <laughs> okay, enough. Okay, wait. Let's talk about all these binge things. I have been watching so much. Okay.
1: Okay. Fill me in. First of all.
0: Or should we do questions first? We have questions from. Well, let's do this first because we just
1: did all the questions last week. Okay. So, So look, I found
0: this. Someone brought this to my attention. I forget who. In July of 1997, there was a magazine, Cracked. Mm -hmm. It's kind of like, what was the other one that was like (laughs) this? Mad. um, Mad. Mad. Mad Mad Magazine, yeah. Yeah. So it says, We shoot down Sabrina the Teenage Witch, is the cover. And it's like a picture of what's supposed to be me on a broom going down. You know, they kind of captured you. They did. They did. They did. Although she's got like bigger cheeks, I think. But, um, and they made her like a little middle-aged in here but it's kind of hilarious cuz like the whole magazine is really funny it's very like of the time like they they even have Paul Feig in here who's like the director of <laughs> Ghostbusters and stuff um cuz he was my science teacher on Sabrina so they do like a it's weird cuz they go through a whole episode of the show and but it's they not- just change it up and make it make fun of itself but mm-hmm. not not it wasn't really wasn't really very smart no. i mean it's smart, but it could just be an episode of Sabrina. Like it honestly wasn't very. It was nineteen ninety seven. It was, but there's also it's funny because I guess this came out around the same time as
1: Bless You. Excuse me.
0: The movie Liar Liar, because there's a whole Jim Carrey make a, make fun of thingy. Here oh, here like the too. movie? Yeah, so they hope. I a love whole, that movie. I love that movie. That's one of my favorite movies. Oh, there's a Michael Jackson thing about <laughs> him changing his uh, color. Um... Oh, lawyer, lawyer, lawyer is what liar, liar is
1: oh. <laughs> called
0: in here. And there
1: was something, He's oh, rednecks
0: a- or poor white trash. So you got oh. uh, Jeff Foxworthy. Basically,
1: this magazine is just an example of everything you can't say anymore. But, yeah. <laughs> but everything from the 90s, too, that
0: was like at the time. It's so interesting. There's this, oh, here, the natural examiner. Examiner. So it's it's fake headlines. Woman sees Elvis. Elvira Mulch of Kunkeltown, Pennsylvania saw Elvis on the cover of an Elvis album found at a garage sale in Pittsburgh. It's just like stupid ads, like crazy new diet. This sensational diet is a combination of eating healthy, sensible foods and exercising regularly. Mary Rolta lost twenty five pounds in just over a year following this diet. <laughs> I'm like, it's so brilliant. Texan sees ghost in his TV. Milton Harvey of Houston claims that he'd never seen the Patrick Swayze Demi Moore movie until his wife rented it. He wanted to see Showgirls, but it was out. So, <laughs> oh, well, rented it. Hey, you, anybody
1: reading that now wouldn't even know what that meant. I know. Yeah. Aww, Where did you find you this?
0: 90s? Bigfoot spotted in Alabama. This exclusive photo was taken at Billy Bob's Shoe Store just outside of Huntsville, Alabama. Shown is Charlie Bubba Perry, who stands six foot eleven inches and wears a size 19 DDD shoe, which is the biggest foot in the county. Bigfoot spotted in Alabama. That's the headline. Where did you find this? this is so stupid. I don't know. I just like I never do this kind of thing, but I went on eBay. It's like the kind of thing Logan would do, right? I know, like, I love it. Let me the see. brain would normally find fun stuff like this. Like, oh, the
1: brain would totally. And this is just so relevant now. Look, you could be a giant balloon. I could be the balloon and flying overhead, but
0: fighter jets are taking me down. <laughs> so funny, right? It's so bizarre. Amanda, do you like what's on my face right now? I love them. These are my pear glasses. I'm obsessed. They're so cool. You know why they're so cool? Because you can literally change them anytime you want. Also because I can see Well, that's when true I read. Too. I need to see. And it really helps. So why stick with the same old pair of glasses when you can have these wonderful glasses? I love that they're lightweight too. So they sit nicely on my face. And then you snap on the frames that you want on top. You can have sunglasses. I've got plaid on right now. But when I take the plaid off, if I just unsnap these, I got a nice light pink
1: color going on. They're so cute. They're so affordable. They're so easy to wear. Um, I mean, this is just a very exciting partnership for me.
0: Yeah, you can change your glasses quicker than you change your hair or quicker than you can change your shirt. Like, you just literally take the magnetic frame off the front and you've got a different pair of glasses on. It's awesome. It basically makes it to where it's the only eyewear you will ever need. Top frames start at $25 so you can build a collection that's unique to you. You can match your outfit, support your home team,
1: or rep your favorite superhero in a snap. And today, over 200 million children worldwide who need glasses can't get them. So every time you buy a pair, Pair provides glasses to a child in need. So to get these glasses and stay as fresh as your unique style, go to
0: PairIwear.com slash WWB for 15% off your first purchase. That's
1: Pair, P-A-I-R, com slash WWB. Thank you, Pair, for being a sponsor of What Women Binge.
0: All right. So let's talk All about right, what have you been watching. What we're, I have watched, I feel like, I had a lot of time where I could like kind of focus You were so on stuff. bored without me. I was so bored without you, <laughs> I've watched so much, seriously. Okay, we're still trying to get through Jack Ryan. Mark falls asleep. I have watched every episode three times.
1: <laughs> You're well-versed. <laughs> it's not.
0: And here's the weird thing. You know that they shot it before the Ukraine war. Mm-hmm. However, it's a little too close to home for what happened. Yeah. Because they're already predicting it. Is that the that, you know, they're going to move into that the Russians are gonna move into Ukraine. So that's, and it's a little slow going. A lot of fight scenes, a lot of repeating the same information. They keep telling you that this so-called bomb is coming and this whole thing. so
1: that you keep it in and you remember it. And when it
0: happens, you're like, oh my gosh, I knew it was coming. But like everybody tells the same information over and over again. Jack tells this one, this one tells that guy, she tells the president, the president. You hear the same exposition so many times and I understand it can be a little confusing, but maybe just back it up once or twice. You don't have to repeat it every five minutes. All right, Madam Director. It's a lot. It's more like the storytelling aspect. Yeah, I guess. <laughs> um, animal Control. What is that? Just watch that. That's with, uh, what's his name from Community? Um, oh, my gosh. Hold on. Anyway, it's uh, it's basically in the vein of The Oh, Office Joel McHale. Joel McHale. Um, and it's a fun cast, but he's like a disgruntled animal control guy. He's, a, he's an <laughs> ex-cop who gets put on Animal Control.
1: Oh, this sounds funny. Um, it is. It, in Is it just like chasing rabid raccoons and it's stuff? It's a lot like Parks and Rec, but maybe not as funny, I feel like. Oh.
0: So far, just the first episode. Okay. So, not loving it. Um, shrinking.
1: <gasps> I'm obsessed. Yeah, there's only like four or five episodes I'm, out. It's so good. 10 out of 10 stars. It's like so good. The cast is amazing. Highly recommend. Obviously, don't watch with children. Oh, yeah. Cast no. is am- Krista Miller. Yeah. Unbelievable. Harrison Ford is the best character of all time. Harrison Ford
0: is so funny. He said, Mark doesn't like when people curse, but he said something in one of the episodes and uh, Mark just busted out laughing. He used the F word and Mark still just thought it was like,
1: it is so, he is the best character. I've never thought of him doing comic anything. What's he, so funny? He's in two shows right now, Nineteen Twenty Three, and then this one. But he is like he is he's the comic busy. relief. He is the funny he
0: of really shrinking, is. and he and he's like he, he just has those nice little jabs, and he's very. It's very Han Solo to me because he's very. And I guess Indiana too, a little bit, but like yeah, the, those dry yes. little jabs, right? Just it's once so in a while, good. throwing out a great one-liner. Um, oh, uh, Jessica Williams who plays Gabby, she's amazing, and then uh, obviously the daughter, Jason
1: Segel. Yeah, I mean, it's just, it's just, yeah, Jason Siegel who's All just around brilliant. good.
0: What a good cast. I there mean, are,
1: but the, I feel like the episodes go up and down. Like, you get a really feel-good episode where yeah. you're just like, this is just, oh, so sweet and so uplifting and happy. And then the next episode, you're like, oh, my dear God.
0: Well, because you got to <laughs> imagine
1: that, like— A
0: show like that, if you're going to dive into the shrink world, which is Mm -hmm. just such a funny world to begin with. Well, you realize
1: just how messed up they are, too. How messed up
0: everyone is, right? And shrinks maybe need more—they need shrinks more than anyone. (laughs) Um, And, you know, it's funny because uh, someone I knew once upon a time, a showrunner of one of my shows, uh, had numerous siblings that were um, mental health professionals and said, they're the craziest ones of all. (laughs) I will 100% back that up. I know—
1: Lots of people who are in the mental health field. And I will tell you... And they would admit it, too. Yeah. They are some of the most, like, <laughs> significantly traumatized it's humans like I know. those who
0: can't do teach. Yes. Right? Those, so that
1: kind of thing. Those who need mental health yes, do mental health. do mental health. And um, I... But, but it's a
0: funny concept. Mark Mark's argument about this show is... He goes... After we've watched, like... What, how many are out? Five, five, I think. Five, yeah. He's like, I just don't see where it's going. But the thing that I see... Is that it truly is like an old-fashioned sitcom where it doesn't mm-hmm. it's just about the characters. It's right. not it about it doesn't matter what happens day to day. No. It's not you're not looking for the end of it's not like twenty-four where you want him to get his kid back or something. You know, you're no. really just along for the
1: ride. Yes. And, and I like that. It's made by the same people who made Ted Lasso and um what's the other one? The Scrubs. You know, that's true. Like Ted Lasso, the thing is everyone in
0: the industry has been trying so hard for so long to to get that same recipe, mm-hmm. to put together that same chemistry Bill that Ted Lawrence Lasso has. does it has. every time. But nobody's been able to do it, really. I feel like there's been a lot of misses, uh, like the one uh, about the loot or whatever, about the woman who— Yeah, that one was— I think there's a lot of misses rawr, of people rawr. trying to, like, do a funny show that has a lot of heart like Ted Lasso, and people haven't really been able to do it till Shrinking. I think it's the first time. Well,
1: and it's the same creator, though. Yeah, well, that's— <laughs> That's well, why. I guess you MMO. just need him. It's kind of like you need— uh, I need you to get a role on Shrinking.
0: Why don't you
1: make a phone call for me? Well, don't you have people for that? (laughs) Yes. (laughs) It's not that easy. (laughs) I
0: wish. Um, Okay, God's Favorite Idiot. I Okay, what episode are you on? Like three? Okay, stick with it. Maybe we've only done two. Because the thing about it is Mark... uh, we just, it wasn't until the second episode that kind of heaven comes into it that you realize why it's uh-huh. called God's Favorite Idiot instead of just my I favorite. I still idiot. hate the
1: title because I feel like it doesn't do it justice because he's not an idiot. He's actually like one of the smartest people. Well, what's funny is I thought it was going to be about her
0: at first. I thought it was oh, going to be it's yeah. Melissa McCarthy and her husband, what's his name? Um, but I feel like it. W- I thought it was going to be her show because she seemed like it seemed like it was the advertisements were mm-hmm. towards her. But, um, it's been less- Oh, Ben Falcone. Falcone. Falcon?
1: Yeah. Um, and that's her husband in real life, right? Yeah. yeah. Well, and have they become a couple in the show yet? Not to spoil they're, it for you. Yeah.
0: The, yeah. They're sort of like flirting. I think okay. they asked her out or something. Give it
1: a couple more episodes okay. before you really judge it because I just love the turns it takes. It's wild. Like, it is dumb what humor. What is it on? But again? it's so fun and lighthearted. It is on. Was it Netflix? Netflix.
0: Okay. Oh yeah, it's got an end in the corner.
1: Of course, it's not. Yes.
0: Yeah. It's. I. I love them. I adore them. And and she just talks and I laugh. You know. Oh, and her riding the
1: the hover round. Oh yeah. Instead of driving a car <laughs> yeah. is the greatest. She's funny. So and I love her fashion. I love that they dressed oh, her. Fashion her in is this. fantastic. She's
0: in a Budweiser shirt. Oh, like it a button up collared Budweiser
1: shirt. It's wild and yeah. it's so fun.
0: It is really fun. And, the, yeah, her wardrobe is fantastic. I could see you rocking that, like, the big, like, Peter Pan collar uh-huh. with the tie. and the bows. and, like, and the yeah, Yes. And the layers, I would totally like, do that. Um, it's a lot of accessory, a lot of color, a lot of patterns and yes. stuff. Um, yes. That is, that is one of my favorite parts so far. I uh, Did we talk about White Lotus? Because I did finish White Lotus. Yes, finally. Yeah. I liked and? It. I liked it a lot. How did you feel about the ending? Tanya's end. Spoiler and, alert. Um, I, well, it was brilliant. I think it was absolutely brilliant. I think it was absolutely
1: brilliant. I know. Like she's getting so. I'm uh, so sad. Guys, cover your ears if you haven't watched it yet. But well, she said it in her in her acceptance speech for her Emmy. Did she? Yes. That she was like, but they killed me off. Yeah. So well, yeah. And, if you didn't know at the end, but it's so funny the way it happens because you
0: think it's going to be one way and then it's just such a stupid way to die. Oh,
1: it is the best in the way that she just flops. You're like flops, what? and then it's over. You're like what? <laughs> <laughs> but you know
0: what I want to go back and do is watch the very first episode again cuz when they're pulling bodies out of the water and they say that's not the first one this week, I need to go back and be like w- how did that get set up again cuz I don't remember uh-huh. it being cohesive with what I like what I was waiting for, I guess. Right. Um oh don't mind me. I've got a lovely zit on my head. I'm calling him Phil again. You can't even see it. I already had a Phil, but this is Phil too. <laughs> Phil's brother. Phil Phil the tw- Phil's twin. Um you can't see it. Oh my god. I can't. Are you blind? It's massive this thing. Wait, so moving on. So, Amanda, you know when you're sick and you're, like, trying to find what these symptoms mean and you stumble
1: down a big old TikTok rabbit hole full of questionable advice from so-called experts? Yeah, Um. let me just tell you, having just had the flu, there were many, many suggested remedies on uh, the old TikToks. Or, like, your group chat or whatever, right? Everybody, like, tries to
0: tell you what you got, what's going wrong, what you should do. But you need to hear it from trusted professionals, not just random people on the Internet.
1: Yeah, that's why I'm very grateful for ZocDoc. They help you find expert doctors and medical professionals that specialize in the care that you need and deliver the type of experience that you want. ZocDoc is the only free app that lets you
0: find and book doctors who are patient reviewed. They take your insurance, are available when you need them, and treat almost every condition under the sun.
1: Millions of people use ZocDoc's free app to find and book a doctor in their neighborhood who's patient reviewed and fits their needs and schedule just right. Go to
0: zocdoc.com slash wwb and download the ZocDoc app for free. Then
1: find and book a top rated doctor today. Many are available within 24 hours. That's com slash wwb. ZocDoc.com slash wwb.
0: Thanks, ZocDoc, for sponsoring What Women Binge.
1: Okay. okay so White Lotus loved loved. Do you, um, okay, season 1 or season 2 better?
0: I have to say I really missed the um the 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 dude that died in the first one. Oh, the hotel manager. I missed the hotel manager. I missed that character so much. Uh I think that was great. But like as much as I love Connie Britton and uh uh, uh the guy who played uh the guy who played Steve Zahn. Steve Zahn. Thank you. My brain's not functioning today. Um I did not like their relationship or kind of their storyline. Really? That one family I wasn't really thrilled with. But I don't
1: think you're supposed to like them, though. I but I did like the, the four. Well, you no. know, the teenage girls, which was like Sydney Sweeney before she mm. became like everything. Sydney Sweeney. I mean, good for her. <laughs> yeah. Well, here's the thing. So the second one
0: had sort of an overarching theme that. Started to annoy me, which was that men are always going to cheat and be nasty. hmm So I didn't like that every—whether they're gay or straight, that men are just gross. pigs. Yeah. And that women—and then you look at it and you're like, well, the women are allowing it to happen or are, you know, um, bystanders of what's going on and okay with it. And I was like, this—that's—I understand you need that for the story, but it was a lot of, like, the same sort of, like, men are gross. Yeah. Men will do anything to, you know, get laid. And— uh, I, I didn't I didn't like that. Yeah. That went on a little too long with everybody just doing it with everybody else. Yeah. I did but, like the prostitute line. Uh, they were fabulous. Yeah. Those two actresses, I loved them. I love the idea that like someone
1: sleeps with everyone in the hotel. <laughs> that was sort of fun how they play everybody. Yeah. Um and they all they end up being the winners in the end. Mm-hmm. And you're just like, what?
0: Yeah. The 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 kind of almost unlikable characters. Well, you almost
1: feel sorry for them in so many respects, like through the whole thing. And then in the end, you're like, oh, I got played too. Yeah. Okay.
0: Yeah, it was It was really fun. It was really fun. I, I did enjoy this season. I. It It caught me. I stayed on the treadmill an hour every time I got on it because there I you was go. watching the show. Yeah. There's your motivation. Me, it got me some uh, fat burning points on my Fitbit. <laughs> <laughs> for sure. Um, oh, I started last night. Oh, I finally finished Only Murders in the Building last night. Good. Nice. Look at you. I know. I watched a lot yesterday. So season two, Mark went to go get pizza, And so I watched a lot of like last episodes. Um, I finished season two of Only Murders in the Building. Love the way they left it for season three. I know. I'm very excited. That was fun. Um, I've been
1: seeing the cast come out because they're filming it right now. They are. Uh, Meryl Streep's in it. Is Paul Rudd gonna be in it? We think? yeah. Okay. So Paul and then Rudd's Paul Rudd in- and then um, what is his name? Uh, is it Jesse? uh what is his name hang on hang on hang on oh my Holding this the the only there it is hang on i know his name this guy jesse williams oh yeah he's in, he's it? in it now
0: oh jesse williams is having a moment i love that Yes, guy. He's so handsome
1: see yeah there's like all these cast photos coming out wow i know it's gonna be so good who's the blonde that's Meryl Streep. Oh, that's Meryl Streep. Yes, she looks fantastic. I know she
0: looks so young. I love it. Yeah, o- Only Murders I like. It's just fun. Uh, it, it annoyed me in the beginning. I thought Selena Gomez was really very dry and she was very like She's boring. To and, be. And, and I know, but and I got to like her. And I thought Martin Short, as much as I adore that man and all of his work, he always drives me nuts. But I Never. love him as this character because he's supposed. to I'm drive obsessed you nuts. with him. I love him in this. I and love Martin all of the ways. I love.
1: I know. Have you ever seen them on tour? I have seen uh, Steve Martin, but not Steve Martin, Short. Martin and Martin Short ever, occasionally do a tour together, and it is so good. Really? Logan and I have gone twice now. Martin Short is always over
0: the top, whether he's in Princess Bride, uh, 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 Bri- uh, Father of the Bride, or. Oh, but that's what you want. Even him. in Three Amigos, like, but I love him in Three Amigos. But it's over the top. I and want the makes over me the top crazy. Gotta, he does that character from Saturday Night Live where he dances with his knees together. Like, I, it just me I don't know. There's something like it makes me cringy, as the kids say. But that's well, what cringy, makes him golden. But I do love him. And like, I love all of his projects, even if he makes me cringy. But in this, I love I love him in Only Murders because he's supposed to be the obnoxious, you know, uh, um, Broadway director. Yes. Just gets in everyone's face. And it's is, the best. Yeah. Just too much. And of his a busy little bulldog. Body. Oh, my God. Oh, yeah. So um, cute. It was, a, it was a fun season of Only Murders. It did lose me in the middle, but I did like it. You know who first told me about Only Murders? One of the reasons I wanted to start this podcast, too? No. Was uh, the boy um, uh, Ian, who uh, who plays Sheldon on Young Sheldon. Oh. He was like, you got to watch Only the Murders in the building. And since I was working with him, I was like, well, I better do what he said. He's my boss right now. <laughs> so I went and watched it, and that's when I first started binging the first season. It was it's from him, so and then good. Annie Potts told me to watch The Great, and Jason Alexander. They both told me to watch The Great, and I was like, you know what? We should start a podcast where we tell Is people Is there a what new season watch? of
1: The Great? Is there going to be another?
0: I I think so, but isn't she supposed to kill her husband? Like, doesn't Catherine the Great eventually kill her husband?
1: Well, you assume, but there would be no show if she Ooh. did. Nicholas Holt. Oh, wait. Pause. Pause that. Okay.
0: Pin. Put a pin in that. Pin. Let's just finish one more TV show I want to talk about. Okay. Hello Tomorrow. I have not seen this. This is on Apple. There's only like three episodes out right now. Okay, I think you would like it. It's like if the 50s. Well, I also watched Tomorrowland yesterday, the movie from that from 2015 about Disney. Yes, um, which is was probably trying. It's a beautiful movie, and it was, it's gorgeous. Like but it was it's really kind expensive. Of wah, wah, wah. It Tucker was into it, but it's one of those you watch it once, you don't need to watch it no, again. No, yeah, we watched it when it came out. But Hello Tomorrow is sort of that same vibe of that like time period, right? The 1950s, the like. The Tomorrowland sort of feel of Disneyland, and but if robots were created then, and um, it's sad though. It's sad. It's oh. cute. It's Billy Crudup. It's an amazing cast. Um, it's also Hank Azaria, who I love. Um, it's a it's a really great cast, but it's uh, by the end of the first episode, you kind of know where it's going. So um, it's about a salesman who's who who's selling and and like a sales pitch team. That's selling properties on the moon. Oh! And by the end of the first episode, you realize they're kind of full of shit. Like, oh, okay. So you're, oh. Um...
1: <gasps> Speaking of moon, guess what I found out? What? This is so okay. I got two places to go with this. So we're in Vegas last week, and we're in a cab going to see this new place called Omega Mart, which is like a meow wolf exhibit that they've opened in Vegas. Kind a of what sim- exhibit? Meow wolf. Do you mm-hmm. know what that is?
0: What's meow wolf? <laughs>
1: Okay, I'll come back to that, okay? <laughs> um, Please do. So <laughs> we're, we're in this cab and we're going, and the guy was like, you see that empty plot of land right there? And we're like, yeah, it's like right below the Trump Hotel, right next to the wind, right on the Strip. And he's like, yeah, they're building a moon hotel there. And I was oh. like, I'm sorry, what? He's like, the moon hotel. Have you heard about the moon hotel? We're like, no. He's like, Google it. <gasps> so we pull it up and they're legit building a hotel. That not only looks like the moon, but when you go and stay on it, you are staying in a moon resort. What you are doing all the space things. I wonder if it's related to Hello Tomorrow. because I don't what know. It's about. Well, it, they're like building it in Vegas, and should you're going go to be able opening? to stay there. Should we? Yes, we Let's should. Go to the
0: opening. I went to the opening of New York, New York Hotel once. That was. I was the first uh, one to ride the yes. roller coaster.
1: I'm claiming that right now. Yes. I know. <laughs> We're going to the opening of the Moon Hotel. Man
0: is always like permagun. Yeah. That's like like shotgun, but permagun. Yes. In, that's me and Melissa's
1: life. I'm just there for <laughs> For all the fun. I am your Robin. All the fun. <laughs> um <laughs> all the fun things. All our friends get really mad because I'm like, nope, that's me. <laughs> sorry. Um, not sorry. Uh <laughs>
0: Oh, that sounds cool. We have to do that. So... You, ch- you should... Ch- I feel like you would like Hello Tomorrow, but it does have a sadness to it.
1: Well, in the show reminded me, we started the new season of Picard. Oh, yeah. Which I love. Yeah, because that's your thing. We know course. I'm obsessed yes. with Patrick Stewart. We, well, and all of
0: Star Trek mm. in general.
1: I love him. Um, and it is shaping up to be so good. Really? So, in the first episode alone, it's him and um, Jonathan Franks, who is number one. Okay. And they are on this mission together, and they're going to save Beverly okay. from Next Generation. <laughs> and, Which one's uh, Jerry Ryan? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to look it up. Um, but yeah, so first episode, so far so good. I'm still obsessed. I think my friend does all the makeup on that. On um, Picard? Yeah. That's insane, because there is some crazy talent Well, makeup. that's what he,
0: I mean, he is like one of the best prosthetics. I have like three friends that are in the prosthetics uh, department. Oh, she plays
1: seven. Oh, so I love her. Seven of what's Yeah, her name?
0: she's in it. Seven of it doesn't say it all. Well, she IMDb. was the half
1: Borg. Like okay, seven of nine. Yeah,
0: seven of nine. Okay. Yeah. Um, Wait, I'm gonna see who makeup who did makeup on it because I think my friend. Maybe we can maybe we can pull a little. Hold on.
1: So that I'm was... Think,
0: I'm thinking out loud. I shouldn't be, people.
1: Thinking shouldn't out be. loud. Oh, Allison Pill is mm-hmm. in it, too, mm-hmm. huh? Mm-hmm. Let's see who did makeup. Um, Ed Sheeran Break. James,
0: um, he also is the person who introduced me. This makeup artist is the person who introduced me to Gin and Tonics. So you should thank him. Oh,
1: if, thank you, friend. The makeup department has 60 people. I heard 3Gin uh, <laughs> Melissa might have made an appearance. 3Gin Melissa? What did? What
0: did three, where did 3Gin three, three Melissa show up? I don't know. I can't remember.
1: <laughs> <laughs> There's the
0: reason why James McKinnon. Yeah, he worked on it. He did ten episodes. Hmm. Yeah, he's uh, he's the uh, he's the head of the special special effects.
1: So if I go sit in his chair, will you make me over and put me in the background somewhere?
0: If you, you want to look like Picard, he yes. can you, or he'll make, make you look me like an alien. of nine.
1: Maybe yeah. an James alien, James
0: McKinnon. He's the. I went on a date with him, and he introduced me to gin and tonic. So nice of him. And he's just a good friend because he he's in with all my makeup and hair friends. They're all really really tight and really close
1: friends. I should have brought my so a mega mart is like a interactive art exhibit kind of thing. And it's done by the people who created Meow Wolf, which is in Santa Fe, New Mexico. And it's the first of its kind, um, kind of an interactive art installation. So you go in and it, it kind of alters the reality of the situation that you're in. Hmm. Um, so some of it feels kind of like a spaceship kind of thing. Some of it feels very normal, but like you open a door to go somewhere and it doesn't go where you expect it to go. Or So Omega Mart is like, you walk in and it's a grocery store oh! and you're looking around the grocery store and you start to realize like nothing is as it seems like if you look close at every single little product, there's something about it. That's unusual. It's like an NFT. I'm really not grasping the concept. <laughs> no, it's, it's really cool. So like, if you picked up like a box of cereal, it would have kind of a, you know, little silly name. Um, and it, it it's, it's not all cereal. It is cereal. Well, it's a cereal box.
0: But, but it has something else inside of it. Like it might well. It might have cereal
1: charger. in it, but the name of it would be something kind of like a play on words, oh. kind of, or maybe a political statement. Or, this is this in Vegas? Well, yeah. They but there, there's different ones now. They're kind of branching out. Um, is there one in Nashville? No, but I wish there would be. Oh, maybe there will. be It's some. really cool. So you're going through, and then like you go to the produce section, and like I bought one. It's like a instead of tomatoes, they have tomato snails. <laughs> and it's like a snail, but it's a tomato. What? And like the daikons Wait, have arms it's a and legs. Snail or it's a tomato? It's a tomato snail. But
0: but is it? But which? It's both. It, no, it can't be. And hold then on. like it is. Do You eat it like a tomato, or you
1: eat it like no, escargot. It, uh, well, I, I, you would have to decide, I suppose. It was in it's the a, produce department. It's an
0: animal end of end of vegetable. Yeah, because I thought things are divided in this world. Are we messing with nature? It's like? not real. It's like, okay. it's a
1: piece of art. Oh, okay,
0: okay, okay. Oh my God, I was freaking out. I'm like, I don't understand.
1: So- <laughs> you said grocery store. Well, it is a grocery store, but it's like everything in it is a piece of the art. Okay. So you okay. can touch and experience everything um, in, in its own way. So everybody's having a different experience around you. So- Wow. It is really cool. It's is bizarre. And as you go through the store, like if you open the door to the freezer section, you may open one- and that leads to a hallway. Oh. Or like you go over by the produce section, and there's like you go behind the counter and suddenly you're in the janitor's closet, which then leads into another planet. What? <laughs> yeah. It's wild. So it's like three floors of interactive exhibit. And it, you start in the grocery store and you end in the grocery store. But everything that happens to you in between it's is like completely up to room, you. Like room in
0: a grocery store with aliens, kind and of snail
1: tomatoes. Yes. And daikons. That have arms and legs, and oh, in the in the meat what are daikons? section, daikon's, what are the vegetable. You? Oh. As if, oh, you don't know what a daikon is? I don't think I do. It's like if a carrot and a radish had a baby. Okay, I don't eat those things. <laughs> I won't eat snail tomatoes either, I'll tell you that. Okay. Well, in the in the meat department, there's like a chicken in the little thing, but it's all tattooed. And then there's like I mean this, it's just so bizarre. It's wild. Is there like a video on YouTube that I can watch yes, to try to sure. understand what there's the am saying? There's lots of videos. About? Yes. But highly recommend the experience. It was super cool. Um I loved it. It was wow. a little too people-y. Okay. Like, I'm pretty sure if you've never had COVID, okay. that's where you go to get it. Okay. But okay. Well, Vegas in general. Oh yeah.
0: Is you know the Mecca.
1: But it was really, really cool. Um, So, highly recommend. Okay. All
0: right. We'll check it out. Um, Speaking of highly recommending and food, uh, movie The Menu. No, it's too dark. You can't watch it. You Um, can't watch The Menu, but it is so fun. Like, if you do you ever watch any of the Agatha Christie, like Death on the Nile?
1: uh, Some of them I can watch because Glass Onion or. I haven't watched Glass Onion yet because everyone told me that that was too much. Okay.
0: So, Glass Onion and Knives Out are funny. Like, the Agatha Christie movies, like, I haven't really liked. Death Death on the Nile was, I thought. Awfully done terribly. Well terribly. see, I've read I that really some like of the
1: it. Agatha Christie books and they do get dark, but I don't feel like they're like no they're, gory. They're a little bit they're a little fluffy. And then you've got like the knives out glass
0: onion genre, I feel like is funny. The menu is just twisted. It's no. like saw in a restaurant. No, I can't <laughs> do like, that. Um, but it's not that gory. It's not as gory as Saw. It's not as like, oh my god, you have to rip her body open and pull the screw out in order to get out of the door or whatever. It's Ugh. but it is twisted. There's a lot of twists and turns. I just, you know, I love when a movie or a show or a book surprises me. Yeah, and I feel like it's not predictable, and the menu is, is not predictable, and it's great cast. It's Anatella Joy, it's Nicholas Holt, it's Ray Fiennes, it's uh, Judith Light. It's a really fun cast. So the. the He's a he's a chef. Ray Fiennes' character is a chef and like a like a world renowned, the best of the best. Okay, now, if you want to go to his restaurant, you have to get on this ferry and you go over. You get you know you have a reservation and you go. There are only like ten tables a night. Oh, who else is in it? Um, John Leguizamo. Um, so you have to get to the island and then you are seated for this fantastic dinner that every every uh, course has a story. Okay. Well, it turns out to be a murder story. <laughs> oh. So it gets dark and
1: twisted eee. and you've got to
0: figure out, you know, ha- done how it. to survive sort of. All right. Um, but it's fun. I really, I can't stop thinking about it. I think I want to watch it again. And it's rare that, you know, because like mm-hmm. I have to say Tomorrowland. I'm like, okay, saw it. Glad I did. Glad Tucker saw it with me. But. I have to watch that one again. Yeah. I did have, I do have a review from Brady about Cocaine Bear. We'll talk about that later. But. So you,
1: you let him see it.
0: I did, I did. I'll bring back his review next week, okay. and, and report to everyone on Cocaine Bear as far as from a from the point of view of a fourteen year old.
1: Uh, <laughs> on the opposite end of that, what did you think about Jesus Revolution? Jesus, that's what I was going to say. The other, <laughs> those were the
0: top two movies this weekend. Apparently, Jesus Revolution was amazing.
1: I haven't seen it yet, but I'm really excited to see it. Well, we have a guest coming in
0: next week who went to the premiere. Um, I, I want to hear her take on it, but she said something really funny that. Well, I'll let her tell you next week. But, yeah, um, but Jesus Revolution was. First of all, a movie has to be beautiful. A right. movie has to be beautiful, especially if it takes place in the 70s, like in the Summer of Love. If it's like it has this warm, beautiful look to it, the um—the depth of field and like all the cinematography is just exquisite. They did a really beautiful job with it. The story is really fun. Um, It's about a, a I mean, ultimately, the way I look at it is like it's about a pastor who's got a kind of a dying church mm-hmm. and a guy who looks and acts like Jesus comes in and nobody none of the church going people want the hippies around of course but this one this one guy who looks and acts like Jesus convinces this pastor to allow the hippies in because the hippies are lost souls who have nowhere to go and what they're looking for is a reason and the reason and the word and they start this uh they start this kind of congregation of people that are just searching and lost and you see the the hippies that are drug addicts and the hippies that are um you know c- very christian and I, I I wanna say Christians will love this movie and non-Christians will probably like it as mm-hmm. well. I think it's a good movie no matter where you're where you are in your faith journey. Okay. Um I think it's just if you look at it as an inspiring story about someone who comes to faith because of being shown love and an open door, uh that's it's very much about that. That's and awesome. It's it's just beautiful. And it's a true story about yeah. I didn't realize there's like three or f- maybe five characters in it that are Based on real
1: mm-hmm. real peoples yes. that are still with us. Kelsey Grammer's character is yeah, like a, yeah. he's the pastor he's, who opens the not church doors. with us any longer his character, um but uh, apparently he's like incredible in the movie he, he is they can't all wait really to see it.
0: honestly the casting because uh, you know in a lot of these movies sometimes they with the budgets and whatnot they they kind of cut on the cast so you'll have a few great actors and then a few you know up and coming maybe budding actors but not but the this whole cast is really really stellar they're great they're great and nice. like i said it's beautiful to watch it's a beautiful movie wait what else did i watch hold on i watched a few <laughs> other movies i got to tell you about real fast <laughs> and we'll do some questions and we'll we'll let you guys go but we watched cuz mark and i went away a few weeks ago and i forgot to tell you guys about oh triangle of sadness don't see it
1: oh, weird okay sorry can you know, if you're <laughs> my stomach growling i heard that <laughs> oh my gosh someone's hungry
0: um, I need a snack. Triangle of Sadness is like what I thought the menu would be. It's funny. It's Woody just sounds like That's
1: instant, not for Amanda. Triangle of Sadness is definitely not for Geometry you. Geometry and sadness. No, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> it's got a funny concept. The trailer is really
0: good, but the movie is very long. And it takes these twists and turns that don't make any sense. It's a, it's a bunch of people that go on a yacht. Um, it's a little bit set up like the menu maybe. They go on this yacht with this wealthy, it's like a wealthy yacht, and then the yacht, uh, the the crew. The yacht yacht is wealthy? No, the, yeah, well, it's for wealthy people. So there's, like, the crew on the yacht, and then there's, like, the wealthy folks. It's sort of like a mini version of the Titanic, but then there is a (laughs) chaos on the boat, and they end up getting beach wrecked, and the, the, the kind of, uh dynamic of it becomes a little lord of the flies of who takes over who who has the food who has whoever has Ah. the food has the power sort of thing but it it just it doesn't make sense i wouldn't uh, woody harrelson's brilliant in it and the whole cast really is but it's it just doesn't make sense okay it's someone tried to make an indie it wouldn't be
1: on my list anyway
0: no but it's like a nominated for awards and stuff but because it's quirky and different and it's got a great setup it just doesn't execute well okay uh, one that I did love that's worth watching, especially right now in award season because it just won some SAG awards, like all the SAG awards, everything, everywhere all at once. That is on the list. So good. Um, just full disclosure, I only watched half of it, but that's all I really <laughs> need. It's a it's very long movie. And it's so good. And I have not i haven't finished it. Finish but it. it. It's so I, but I can't good. wait, but it's a lot. It's a lot. It's But the action <laughs> sequences are fantastic. In it, the first half. In the first half. Well, let me just let me just rope you in with this little tidbit, okay? So the the kid who was in Indiana Jones, the um the Asian actor, I think you say his name like Key Short Round. Um, well, he's also in Goonies. Um, uh, hold on, let me just. I, I don't. I know I'm probably not going to say his name his, correctly.
1: Well, it's Data in Goonies, Data. Yeah, and then in and, and in these the, Indiana round.
0: Jones, that's you, Short Round.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Well, Michelle Yeoh is amazing. Um, Key who... Ki oh, Wu yeah, yeah. Kwan. Yeah, I can't say that So name. he, I had to look it up, because everyone's like, oh, he's he disappeared from the industry from a teenager till now, and now he just won a SAG award. And I, I don't even know if he's nominated for an Oscar, but he's so good in it, and Michelle is amazing in it, and Stephanie and Jamie Lee Curtis is brilliant in it. They're all so good. The cast is amazing. The scenery, I, I don't even know how the director did it, like keeping track of everything that had to happen in this movie. It's a little confusing. It's a little matrixy. but these two people own, and their daughter own a laundromat, and live upstairs of it, and they're a little bit, their lives are like a little hectic and a little chaotic. But he like pulls his glasses down one day and goes, When you get off the elevator, take a left and keep going through the door or something, right? And he you find out there's this alternate universe that's about to come after her. And his, her husband is like sort of her guide, but also her husband that's divorcing her in the real life. And there's sort of these different, different um versions of life sort of playing out at the same time. And she can tap into her movie star self or her. Uh, You know, black belt karate self or so he, it turns out in between Indiana Jones and this apparently became a big stunt coordinator, which shows because all he does his own stunts. He has guys like a four minute fight scene with a fanny pack using it as like a nunchuck. It's hilarious and amazing. Even if you don't watch the rest of the movie, go Google that because his fight scene with the fanny pack is brilliant. And that sounds like something I would like. Like time travel movies are my jam. Yeah. It's so it, I feel like that that's, It's a lot. There's a lot to take in. I think that's why I needed a break from it. Well, it got late and we were like, all right, let's come back to this tomorrow and we just haven't turned it back on. But it's so good. I, I feel like it should have been like a three parter or something. Like yeah. It's it's like so it could have been a mini series. Like Kill Bill in a way or something. But oh, like not okay. not as not as dark. But, but it's fun just fun like that. It's interesting. It's like what's the there's a Leonardo DiCaprio one that reminds me of too, where like time shifts and change or mm-hmm. it's not linear and you can go into different sort of, not dimensions, but like, I don't know, like, I feel like I, I need to watch it twice just to understand probably the science, the science of yeah. it. Yeah. Yeah. But that was one I just loved. And then Mark and I also watched, uh, man, you have been on it. We watched something called Admission, which was an old Tina Fey movie, but I think it's Paul Ruddon. And- the Admission? yeah like like they're they're in admissions
1: oh at a college, college right yes admissions. i have seen that before
0: yeah i think it's just called admission yeah tina fey and paul Rudd. it's from 2013 yeah we caught it on in a hotel <laughs> movie and uh
1: those are kind of the best when you're just cute. like you don't really choose it it chooses you
0: yeah we were like well we love those two so let's check it out it yeah. was good glad i saw it don't need to see it again but cute but cute
1: yeah i remember um, it being cute yeah yeah, I like it. You, from, especially because sh- I'm
0: trying to get my kid into college right now, so know, right? it kind of really stands out to me. There's,
1: yeah, I can't think like, yeah, that. yeah, it'll, I'll, I'll prep Ugh. you when. when Why are time they so comes. old?
0: Um, well, and also, like, what do you do? Like, at least I'll know for the other two. But there's the burnt can- pancake rule playing out here, where I don't know what to do with Mason. About luckily, I got him in some ACT courses. And- <laughs> the burnt pancake rule. <laughs> yeah, the burnt. Pan- the first one's always a burnt pancake. You do know that. True. Yeah, no, I it just is said true. That?
1: Oh man, he is the burnt pancake. Poor. Wanna oh, do some questions? Yeah, let's do it. How do I get my husband to binge watch with me? asks Lisi.
0: Lisi, Lisa, Lisi?
1: Uh if, if you know um, Well, mine actually gets me to binge watch with him. So Yeah, your husband likes to binge.
0: He's better at it than me. Um, I have a really hard time. We have to but I'm so I get so overjoyed when we find something we both like. Like yes. shrinking is that way for us. You just have to figure out like, I, have to I know make time. that I have to watch Handmaids by myself. I had to watch Only Murders. Like, when he yeah. ran out to get the pizza yesterday for dinner, I finished Only Murders. That's why I had that minute of time. Yeah. So I know what I have to watch by myself, but I'm also able to be like, just watch one episode with me and see just if see like Just see if it. you
1: like it. Yeah. And that a lot of times, that's how it plays out with me and the brain. It's just, he'll turn it on without even, like, saying, hey, do you want to watch this? Because most of the time, I'd be like, nah. Yeah. If it... Oh, we'll spend all night just looking at previews yeah. and never get to anything. But if he just turns it on, usually I get sucked in. Yeah. You and know
0: you know what's great, too? There is this TiVo remote. You can get a TiVo thing to plug in the back of your TV. and It's like a new version of TiVo. You plug it in the back of your TV. You have a remote control that powers up your TV. And instead of, like, going to all your apps, it puts all your shows in one place. So you go to your own TV guide. So literally in there hmm. I have shrinking I have like all your streaming 19, services combined. You can you just have to sign you have to one time sign into each one and then from there on you just tell it what you want it to program and it loads them in. So now all you have to do is go to your TiVo and it's all lined uh, I love this thing. That's brilliant. It's really easy. And we that's not sponsored, folks. No, it's not. <laughs> it's not. Although it was at one time, I got it because um I was sponsoring it for Christmas a year ago.
1: Oh, cool. But it's
0: just such a nice way. You spend a little bit of time setting it up, and then, boom, you can load in all your Christmas movies. Does it make suggestions for you? No. No, you can use it like a TV um, as well, but what I use it for is, like, here's my own TV guide. Oh, I like, gotcha. I go into my TiVo, I go into my my watch list, and, there's and, it's, all, and it's all lined up. So what do we okay. want to watch? What, what do we need to catch up on? What what do we still want to watch? What haven't we finished? Um, Brian asks I love the podcast what's the story behind Clarissa Now I've seen the pilot on YouTube that's all there was (laughs) (laughs) Clarissa Now was something we did for CBS after Clarissa ended 1994 we did a pilot with some fantastic actors in it Um, some like old time Broadway stars and movie stars and it was about Clarissa moving to New York City I think it starts on the subway and she's going to her first job she's going to be a journalist in New York and it was supposed to take place in oh, New yeah, York. Oh, yeah. You've told me about this before. Yeah. It's supposed to take place in New York as she starts working for a big time, like New York Times type uh, publication. And uh, it just didn't go. CBS didn't like the pilot. And we didn't do it, which sucks because I would have worked in New York with all these fabulous actors, had another series.
1: At least people got to see the pilot, though.
0: That's true. I, I didn't know it was out there. I guess you guys can watch it on YouTube. Check it out. I guess Maybe I'm going to go put, watch can we it. Can put a link on my YouTube? To, uh, Probably. Yeah, something like that.
1: Okay. Let's see. Were you team Brenda Dillon or Kelly Dillon?
0: Kelly Dillon. Do you even know what this question is Nine about? No, no, 2-0, right? Oh, okay, good. I'm glad.
1: Yeah. <laughs> I maybe you are too young. I was Kelly, for sure.
0: Yeah, Kelly. I think because I related to her, too, like, as a blonde, like.
1: I did not relate on that level. I was never cute or blonde, but <laughs> you're, you're. She you, was little cute. She was like the Kristen Chinawith of, like. Ah, she's tiny. So cute yeah, and bubbly tiny, tiny. and tiny and. All the things that I probably would have wanted to be as a teenager and just was not. I was I like, thought
0: Brenda pouted a little too much. I, I think. Was, it was the tall
1: too pouty. Sasquatch in the corner. <laughs> oh <my gosh>. <laughs> nice. <laughs> it's true, though. We're going to talk nice about
0: my friend. Okay. Um, Amanda, is it difficult to forecast the weather in Nashville? I don't know how our guys do it here in OKC. That's um, asked by Jack.
1: No. It's, well... Once you know what you're doing, no, there are much more difficult places um, that I've had to forecast for. Uh, Cheyenne, Wyoming, being probably Ooh. the hardest, um, and anywhere in the Rocky Mountains is really hard too,
0: because it just changes so. It can change so
1: so quickly, and also with all the different elevations, yeah, and where cities are located oh, yeah. in you valleys under different... elevations, it can just really throw things off. Um, and Oklahoma City is actually a pretty pretty similar to Nashville. Yeah, as far as like how to forecast and what to expect. Yeah, um, most you can of can get tornadoes. Yeah, well, storm. they get a lot more tornadoes than we do, even. But it, you know, kind of the weather patterns yeah. in those places. So you know the direction most storms are going to go. You know the places. Does in the, the jet stream go through Oklahoma? Is that part sometimes? Of it? Okay. Um, but you know which places are more prone to tornadoes. Which places geography is not going to allow that to happen. Yeah. Um,
0: what's well, interesting you say that because like. When we're at our house in Lake Tahoe, like we have to look at what the basin of the lake is going to get, but we're like fifteen hundred feet above it. Mm-hmm. But like you know, nearby is Reno, so mainly mm-hmm. you get in the Reno. But Reno is a desert, and we're up in the mountains. Well, but and even we're way high in the and mountains. And next to the
1: lake, you get all sorts of lake effect weather too. Well, we're
0: on the west. We're on the sorry. We're on the east side of the lake, which gets very different weather than the west yes. side because the mountains will stop it, and the lake will that's direct another it in a really way.
1: difficult situation. So like um, like Buffalo, New York, super hard. Mm. To predict weather there, forecast weather there, uh, anywhere on the east side of the Great Lakes, um, the Canadian border because the lakes really change it. Like I know with like Tahoe, like it really changes up from it east side to west. It changes everything, side.
0: and sometimes the weather goes in reverse by us. Like it'll, it'll wrap around yeah. and come the opposite direction of. Well, the way you, it's you're to. surrounded
1: by mountains, so a lot of things can bounce back. It's it's wild. Yeah, um, but no, Nashville is probably one of the easier places I've. Forecasted. Well,
0: that's so. good because uh, like when we fly into Reno, they call it the Reno Rodeo. Mm-hmm. Like landing in Reno is some of the most hellacious flights I've ever been because on because of the. And my son first learned to fly in Reno, <laughs> in in Truckee, and like California so up in the mountains, so good. which is you don't one have of the most dangerous. They say like places to fly in in the in the country. So yeah, he always is like, oh, I, if I can if I can fly in Tahoe, Truckee, I can fly anywhere. But he hasn't soloed in Truckee. Let's well, not do that. Let's not do that. Oh, Tanya asked, "What's one guest you'd love to have on the podcast?" Oh, okay. I probably have two. I, I think I mean that are reason that are probably people we could definitely get. Like Reba has shown interest. Mm-hmm. I think she'd be fun to have on, and Sean Aston.
1: Oh, Just I would love, love both love of those. To that guy. But then
0: again, I mean, I could ask Bill Murray. What do you guys should <gasps> that we would get be Bill really Murray? cool. I think we can get Bill Murray I, to, did, to FaceTime The, the truth it. of the
1: matter is, he might tell you he'd come, but who knows? I, well, he'd maybe he'd FaceTime, know.
0: but I would probably have to might have to teach him how to FaceTime. I don't um, know. The
1: well, last I heard, he doesn't even have a phone, right? He does. <laughs> but that's he doesn't. the rumor. But he does. He has a he has a one eight hundred number. You can
0: call and leave him a message.
1: Is that for real? Yeah,
0: it's a one eight hundred number. Yeah, but he's accidentally texted me before, so I have number.
1: Oh! <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's hilarious. I'm trying to think who, honestly, like, I feel like in the last year, my podcast dreams have come true. We've had such great had guests. such great guests. Um, Dolly, obviously. Oh, my
0: gosh. That's, I mean, here's my mug. Dolly for president. Exactly. Here's, there's
1: yours, too. Ah. Cheers. Oh, sorry. <laughs> Me. Um, my, I was racking my brain You're to thinking. think of who else I would, like, just be floored to have.
0: Uh, Rihanna, to talk about her Super Bowl performance. I or- mean, I, I
1: would love that.
0: Like oh McKenna Grace is someone we've been. I would to really have like too. to have her.
1: I I'm just blown away by that little girl. I mean, she's I not think a little girl. She's, she's on another, Did I just now. see
0: she's on another show or movie?
1: She was back on Young Sheldon a few weeks but ago. But I think she has something else. There's a girl who looks just like her. If she's if everywhere, it's not
0: her. Well, I didn't realize she was in I Tanya.
1: Okay, uh, JD wants to know what snacks did you enjoy as a kid that are no longer around? Something oh you wish your kids could enjoy. You know, to be honest, I think, I think they brought back everything that I I think
0: they did. What even have, like I saw recently like Nickelodeon slime cereal or something. I think that's Ugh. yeah, gross. Um I wouldn't eat that even though <gasps> Maybe I Maybe the
1: purple and green ketchup just so they could be like as Ew. grossed out as all of us were.
0: I don't remember that.
1: You don't remember that. Purple and green ketchup. It looked ketchup? like paint. In the same bottle or different No, colors? different bottles. But, it, I mean, it, like, legit looked like paint. That
0: food coloring would make oh. Tucker go off the walls. I'm sure. Um, what else did, I, I mean, what's Pop gone? Pop
1: were a big thing for me. Oh,
0: do they still make toaster strudels?
1: Oh, yeah, that's oh, still I around. That. They do? Oh, mm-hmm. no. The brain just said orbits. Ugh. What's that? It was that drink with the little floaty beads in it. Like it was, a- like, a clearly Canadian, but it had little gummy beads that floated in it.
0: Gross. Oh,
1: well, it makes me want to vomit just thinking about it. My like, I brother have a tra- and sister a hard time loved with bubble it.
0: tea because I'm like, I got to chew my.
1: Oh, I love drink. bubble tea, but.
0: I'm so afraid I'm going to choke well, on it. Like, I'm so afraid I'm going to, like, if you suck <gasps> one of those up the straw, you're like. Is tang
1: still a thing?
0: No, I think tang's gone.
1: Okay, that that's one. Yeah. As a kid, I
0: loved some See, tang. See, my favorite things were like, if I didn't get ice cream with the ice cream man, it was like fun dip. That's around.
1: Uh, yeah, Fun Dip's still there.
0: Ring Pop. Do they still oh, have candy cigarettes?
1: Oh yeah, they definitely don't make candy anymore. You blow they? out,
0: and a little powder comes out at the end. Yeah, <laughs> I think they still do make the stick ones, but certain, not the ones. But that, not the ones that blow yeah. out. They were bubblegum in a wrapper, but they put oh. some powder in there, so if you blew out, it would poof, like yes. a little puff of smoke.
1: Oh man, the eighties were a time, weren't they?
0: Yeah, there was some good. Oh, you know what they did make a candy that I liked that I still see sometimes, maybe at like Cracker Barrel. Like orange juice container looking gum. It's like little orange beads uh-huh. inside. You dump it. You open a little milk carton. I remember that. Dump the orange juice in your mouth, but it's gum. Yes. I do like that. And
1: do you remember they used to make giant sweet tarts? N- no. Yes. They were like this big. Oh, my God. My tongue would be raw. Oh, for sure. That'd be gross. And it came in like a long thing and you'd get like five or six of them, I think. I
0: love sweet tarts. That is like my, one of my go-to gi- candies for I, movies, I but I can't I can't remember I can't if they that. were
1: chewy or not.
0: Ugh. there were maybe i don't A-2 know versions
1: it was i that was i something. couldn't
0: i couldn't that just a.
1: Ooh. well and i remember when sour skittles came out which i think is still a thing you can still get sour yeah. skittles but um, my mouth was destroyed for days <laughs>
0: <laughs> anything sour i wasn't really i mean maybe a little sour patch kid here and there but not really
1: <gasps> those belts the long sour belts oh, they which I, the, i'm my sure kids are, still a thing, are obsessed
0: that's a big go-to for them in the movie theater those are our questions for this week. You guys, you can um, look for us on Instagram, What Women Binge, and we'll look at your questions every week. Next week, we're going to have a guest. Should be fun. Our yes, second, so Our first fun. in-studio guest of the season. Yes. She's going to come in the studio. And uh, yeah, this has just been fun catching up. I, I binged a lot of stuff, but I got more to talk about for next week, so. <laughs> so you guys, check it out. Stay with... Oh, look at my shirt. Forgot to mention the merch <laughs> real
1: quick. I <laughs> thought there was like an emergency. No, a,
0: a merch emergency. <laughs> I've got my What Women Binge uh, t-shirt on. You guys can check out our merch.
1: Emergency. Merch. Emergency. It was an emergency. See what I did there? I'm so punny.
0: did. Well, thank you guys for sticking around with us. And uh, yeah, go binge some of those shows that we were watching. and Let us know what you think of them. And check out whatwomenbinge.com to get our YouTube link, to get our merch, to check out, you know, all of our content, really. All the
1: things. And I will post...
0: You're gonna post some things. Trip pictures. Oh get a
1: picture of our crew right now. Oh yeah some I promised you guys see... that we, I would show you what we see. What we see. What our view is. Hang on I'm gonna take a and video. Oh, okay. Alright hang okay, on. Okay here
0: we go. Ready you guys this is like meta. Is this meta? This. So is So that, that is guy
1: right there that's Jay. He's our director camera guy all the things. That's Will. He does sound <laughs> and makes us sound so glorious. That's Melissa. Hi. I'll be your host for the day. You know her. Hi. I'm Amanda. There she is. Hi. And this is our set. Hostess with the mostest. Wait, show the, show all the cameras. Oh, we got our three cameras. There's all the cameras the One lights. for me, one for Amanda, one One's for ours. that. So if you're watching on YouTube. Salem.
0: Yeah. All of our stuff. <laughs> and now you guys can check it out on social. woo Thanks for being here. Thanks, crew. Bye. Thanks, crew. <laughs>